Welcome once again to an episode of the IKG, and of course, I am Eric. And this is the final episode of the Spooky Times series, and I thank you so much for listening in. Tonight is going to be a little special though, as I introduce two sisters that decided to share a few instances in a home they once lived in that was considered very, very creepy. That got me to thinking. It's been kind of the going trend with all of these stories, however. All of them involved some sort of home or sanctuary that is supposed to be a safe haven for us, right? But as you continue to listen to this episode, you'll see that it is anything but. So let's take a listen to these spooky, spooky stories by Lisa and Florence. Okay, so... My name's Lisa Baker, and um, I'm going to be telling some stories along with my sister Florence Crum. We grew up in Leavenworth, Kansas, and we lived with our grandparents in their home that, um, even at the time, the home was probably about 100 years old, Um, and it was very haunted. So my sister and I, um, and we have a couple of other sisters, I mean, we could just talk all day about some of the creepy things that we've said and seen and dealt with, but we're actually going to try to just uh, narrow it down to a couple. And so I'll let my sister Florence kind of um, start with uh, with one of the stories that she wanted to tell. Okay, so um, uh, we actually talk about uh, a couple stories. One about um, we were it was at nighttime and we were at home and it was a storm outside and everybody was gone. And we were listening to a concert over the radio that Lisa wanted to go to, but she couldn't. So she was upset. And um, we this was a, like, like she said, a very old house and have very steep stairs. It's like at all, everybody got initiated on these stairs because they were so steep. And at the very top of the stairs, my grandmother had a picture of Jesus praying and um, it was like a cloth picture with like this flimsy wooden frame. It's like this thing was like a leaf. If you dropped it, it would float. Well, this night, and it was storming loudly. This night, we were listening to the radio and all of a sudden we heard, and we have demonic activity going on in the house with entities and stuff. And um, we heard this loud explosion, like a loud boom at the bottom of the stairs. Scared us so bad. I went to see what was going on. And what made a loud noise was that picture face down at the bottom of the stairs. We were the only ones home. So nobody could have taken it off the nail and threw it down the stairs and it wouldn't have even made that noise. It would have lightly get every step as it was going down so um that's wild and then um lisa we talked about mom when she was leaving the house they were doing now and she had on she put on her mink coat and i was standing there watching her because i admired her so much because she was so beautiful and um she went out into the hallway and there's this long hallway leading to the front door and she stopped dead in the tracks. And I was like, Mom, what's the matter? And I asked her that a few times. And she didn't answer me, except this time she goes, Florence? And I'm like, huh? And she goes, 
I see my reflection in the door. And I was like, okay. And she said, but my reflection doesn't have my coat on. So imagine for a second. You're dressed to the nines and about to head out to have some fun, have a night on the town, or even just go shopping. You're walking towards the door, but decided to stop for a second, just to get one last glance at the beauty that is you, only to realize your wardrobe isn't complete. You know you have on a coat, but your reflection says otherwise. What would you do in that situation? Scary, right? Well, that's not all. There are more creepy stories to follow. Okay, so my our, our grandmother was sleeping downstairs in what was the living room because she had had a stroke. Our grandfather had died, and so she couldn't climb the stairs anymore. And so this one day, it was just me and her, and nothing scared our grandmother, mind you. Nothing scared her. And she was half Irish, and she believed in fairies and stuff like that, so nothing scared her. So I'm sitting in a rocking chair and we're watching TV and no, she was asleep. I was watching TV and something just told me to look over to the side of her bed and it was the other side of the bed from where she was sleeping on and I saw this white figure slowly come up from the floor and it slowly stood up and the thing that creeped me out and the movie wasn't out yet, it would be many years before the movie would come out. But the lady had long black hair that was dripping wet. And it scared the mess out of me. And I ran up out of there, left my grandma in there. I ran up out of there before she could look at me because she was lifting up her head. And when I saw the ring, that reminded me exactly of that girl. Oh, God. That's <laughs> creepy. <laughs> okay, so she was in this long white gown, like a cotton gown, and it was dingy and it was hanging because it was wet and she was standing up real slow and she had this long black hair that was dripping wet and as she stood up her head was like her head was the last thing to come up and she was about to look at me and that's when I flew up out of there I did nothing ever scared her so I was like well grandma gonna be okay I flew and I thought about it afterwards, like, dang, I left grandma in there. And just like um, when I left you upstairs, Lisa, when I heard that demonic voice said, get out. Oh, my God. Okay, so me and Lisa were playing upstairs. And we had three bedrooms upstairs. So we were playing in a third bedroom that's close to the bathroom where all the spirits go. <laughs> we found that out later. <laughs> yeah. That's where all the spirits go. Our grandfather who had died was trapped in the house, so we always see him walking back and forth. And yeah. So um, this one day, we were in the in that bedroom. Well, Lisa was sitting on the edge of the bed, and she was watching TV. And I was in the hallway at the top of the steps. And the next thing, all all of a sudden, I heard it's like um, oh my god, it was like get out like that. <laughs> I flew. It scared me so bad. I flew. I flew down to the bottom of the steps and I, I, once I got down there, I was so scared. I was like, I left Lisa up there. And it was a, a few minutes before I was brave enough to go back up there and check up on her. And oh my God, it's just, 
the scariest stuff. And when I got up there, Lisa had this look on her face that was just not her. And oh my goodness, that house was something else. Something else. And then Lisa, do you remember when we were little, little? And um, I think you was like, well, no, not little, little. I, uh, I think you was like in middle school, maybe. And there was this demonic presence out in the hallway and we was in that same bedroom, that third bedroom on the bed and you was behind me. And I had the Bible and I started reading the Bible to get it to go away and it finally went away. I'm telling you, it was like the whole air pressure changed. It was like you could hear, like your ears started popping. It's like this whole pressure, like the, 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 the air in the room became dense. It's like it was pressing down on you. And if, oh my goodness, I could just feel it getting closer. And it was like trying to intimidate us. There was a lot that went on in that house. Yeah. So they had dirt floor <laughs> basement. Yeah, the basement. I actually, the basement used to flood all the time, but I actually went down there and once, and my sister convinced me to, my, my mm-hmm. older sister. And it was so dark, like it was pitch black, like you couldn't see your hands in front of you without having a flashlight on. But they down down there, there were caves, like there were, there was like the, it was like there were like, um, not even a full size cave. Well, yeah, I guess they were, but they weren't huge. And it was so weird. And our town, by the way, was then was identified uh, several years ago as being part of the Underground Railroad. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of assumed that um, maybe that's what it was. But um, I kind of wanted to tell the story about what my sister calls the fairies. Oh, so yes. when I was little, um, you know, we, we were still living, you know, we were living with our grandparents in that hundred year old plus house. And one night I couldn't sleep and I heard this sound and it was a like a car, like, you know, like a, how older cars made that sound. And I opened my eyes and, you know, we're, our, the bedrooms are upstairs, so I'm on the second floor and I see a little car with a guy in it driving through the air and I hear his car and he comes in through the window mm-hmm. and I cover myself with the covers and I peek out and he's standing at the foot of the bed just staring at me. He's got some overalls. Um, um, I think he had a hat on. It kind of looked like a farmer. And then I cover my eyes again and I, and I, I, I took the blanket off my face and he was standing right next to me on the bed and I was just like paralyzed and I was crying and screaming for my uncle but apparently he didn't hear me Mm -hmm. Um, and I even once saw him again once when we were during the day when we were outside playing my cousins would come over and my uncles and aunts would come over and we'd play and everybody went inside and I waited outside for my cousin to come back out but um, before he did I saw that same guy driving down the street in that car making that same sound with that same look on his face. And I took off in the house. I mean, it just chills me to this day. Like, I know it sounds crazy, but that really happened. And then there, there are another time that I can remember, you know, the, the bedroom we slept in, 
you know, this house is really old, so the closet, it wasn't oh, really yeah. big, but it didn't have a door on it. It had like a curtain, like a curtain rod with a curtain over it. And, you know, we sometimes see the curtain kind of flow like there was like, you know, not real heavy, but like move like from the air. And so we just assumed that there was some air current coming. You know, we didn't really think about it. We just figured some wind within the room or in the closet somewhere. Well, me and my sister were sitting there one evening watching TV. And where the TV was, it was right just to the left of that closet entrance. Mm -hmm. And so you could see it. <laughs> you could see that, that the, the, the front of the closet in that curtain from where we sat. And it kind of did the wavy thing. And we were like, oh, what's that? And we went back to watching our show. And then the next thing I noticed is the, the curtain pulled back, but it wasn't like a floating. You know how when you pull a curtain open, you know, where it kind of makes a backwards K? That's exactly what it did. Like somebody had their hand there and was pulling it back. Not not pulling it back from the front, but pulling it back from like the middle to where it made a backwards K. We lost our minds. <laughs> we went running to my grandma, of course. Like my sister said, she nothing ever scared her. <laughs> we were like, we wouldn't go back in our room for a couple of days. I mean, that really freaked us out. Yeah. I mean, cause I know that my, um, my aunt, um, used to tell us all the time, you know, she saw a ghost too, and she said, just tell, ask them who they're looking for and tell them they're not here and they'll go away. He was a medium. Well, I never had the courage to do that. So I don't know. I don't know if that's true, but she, I mean, I think she they was were just a medium, so she was trying to teach us, but we were too scared. Yeah, she never tried to teach me. I, I was the chicken of the bunch. And I just, oh, there's she no way. To teach me, but. I mean, I'm good, uh, but I didn't want to like communicate because if they spoke back to me, that I knew I was going to lose my mind. So I just, and you know how you see shadow figures and stuff. We saw all that. We hear mm -hmm. kids playing up and down the steps, a ball rolling up and down, a rolling down the steps. You hear your name being called. Um, mm -hmm. Just all kinds of stuff. Uh, I once heard. Uh, I was in the living room with my aunt with my uncle and his, his wife and there was nobody in the kitchen, no one else in the house, uh, no dishes in the sink, no dishes, they were all dry, they were put away and I hear a sound like a bunch of silverware hitting the floor like someone just threw it, it was really loud and I went in there and there was nothing there. I mean, it's just like nowadays when people talk about ghosts and stuff, like it, it's got to be pretty big to face me. <laughs> like, right, right. It's like you have no idea what we've been through. <laughs> and to validate what Lisa said about the guy in the car, I mean, she said, you, you guys are probably think she's crazy. And we thought she was crazy <laughs> when she told us. We was like, no, -uh, Lisa, uh-uh. Until uh, and I saw it one night. I didn't see the same thing. I saw different fairy. Um, it could have been a poltergeist, 
but I'm going to say fairy because <laughs> and it actually came in through the window, like she said, but this was a little man, farmer man in a tractor. He was in a tractor. That's right. He was in a tractor. You're right. You're okay. Right. Okay. So yeah, he was in a tractor and he just kind of went on along. He didn't scare me at all. He was just like, I was like, oh, that is so cute. So, <laughs> but he didn't scare me because I didn't see, he didn't like appear to the next to me or anything like that. Um, uh, like he did with Lisa. So yeah, that house was something else. And then our uncle actually sold it, which I wish he had because he probably could go on one of these ghost hunting shows. <laughs> but, um, yeah. um, the, the rumor in the family is, and I don't know if this is true or not, but the, the company they sold it to tore the house down, but there was like the house fought back, which I, I would believe because all them stoves caught up in there. The house was built in like 18, like in the late 1800s. Mm-hmm. So it's been around a really long time. As you can see, Florence and Lisa can go on and on about some of the supernatural things that go on in that house they grew up in. And it happened so frequently, it almost became commonplace for them to see a ghostly apparition or have objects falling for no apparent reason and just encountering really weird sounds throughout the night, all kinds of other things. But it also seemed like it was a normal thing. Besides, their aunt was a medium, so their demeanor seemed a little bit like they were more at ease than most. So I asked a question, was it only at the house they encountered these situations? Well, we have some experiences all the time, actually. It's like they follow us. Yeah, I, I, um, you know, the most recent I can remember is um, my uh, ex-boyfriend and I, we moved into this apartment and they had told us that um, the person that had lived there before, there had been a fire and he had died in that fire. Well, I, shortly after we moved in, I was in the shower and my boyfriend was gone. I think he was at work. And I had an overwhelming sense that there was someone on the other, I had a shower curtain, that kind of shower, and I had an overwhelming sense that someone was in that bathroom with me. And the smell of smoke in the bathroom was so strong that I started choking. I mean, it was that thick. And I screamed and then it went away. And there were times when I'd wake up in the middle of the night and I'd be watching TV and I could actually see it out the corner of my eye and it would just be standing like in the hallway just looking at me. I'm like, you know, I guess my experiences growing up kind of made me stronger. (laughs) You know, I I wasn't really bothered by it because he wasn't bothering me and I'm still like that today, you know. I, I see ghosts every now and then and, you know, they don't, they don't, you know, they, they're not bothering me, so I don't bother them. Because I don't think just anybody can see a ghost. I think you have to have... Um, That's a fair Because you know, a ghost can't communicate like, like with our loved ones that pass. They can communicate with us. And, like, sometimes they'll come to somebody and, like, knock. Or, or they'll... Or a loved one will see them briefly or, or remember a song or something they'll come and they'll visit you before they just before they pass away and i work as a uh, as a psychic medium so um 
Um, and I have spoken to a lot of people who told me stories. And um, so you don't have to be um, um, like a medium or anything to see ghosts. But in order to communicate with them the way that a medium does, then yeah, because a medium actually can um, breach those our world and their world, and they we we can communicate with them in ways that um, someone else cannot, someone who's not a medium cannot, which is why people come to us. And I think that our experiences growing up in that house, I think we already were mediums. And that's why our experiences were so intense. And that wraps up this Spooky Times series. And I must say, I really enjoyed these true stories from everyone in my community. I may have to do this more often. There were some chills, some creepy and haunting stories, and some downright crazy ones that... If it happened to me, I don't know what I would have done. But all of them were enjoyable. I'd like to thank all of the participants who helped contribute to this series for the Halloween season. And until the next time, y'all, my name is Eric with the IKG, and I'll see you all soon.